everybody, this is Season 1, Episode 3 of Our Everyday Golf Mistakes. And today we're going to be talking about club brands and club uh, lengths and widths and which clubs would be the best ones for the average and pro player. So we're going to be start off and talk about Callaway Golf Clubs. They're, they have an estimated net worth as of September 27th. 2021 of 5.6 billion dollars in just 2021 which is insanely crazy compared to uh other types of brands and other types of clubs especially when they've been a brand for over 20 50 years now crazy that that they're still making that amount of money as they used to on the titleist uh clubs and golf balls uh Titleist golf ball sales have dropped the most by 8% for the year, nearly $508 million so far in 2021, and dropped down 8% from 2019, and Titleist club sales fell nearly 4% to just over $418 million worldwide sales, which is insane. Titleist is one of the best brands, one of the most... The, the most used brand by pros, and they definitely make really good, efficient, and uh, sturdy uh, hardware for golfers per month. Um, another important golf club that a lot of pros like to use, and that me myself have been using a lot recently, are blades. And uh, blades are um, blades are they have a sleek appearance and Blades give top golfers the ability to shape shots. Blades make it easier to work the ball to the left, to the right. So if you're going to draw it, if you're going to fade it, or you can just do a whole lot of things with blades that are insane. And uh, where for cavity backs tend to reduce side spin and make it harder to deliberately hit draws and fades, blades also give the golfer feedback. And so what this means is blades give the golfer feedback is a blade is literally what it's called a blade it is very short and a skinny club and whenever it means feedback it means that whenever you hit you're gonna know for sure um where you hit the ball how you hit it because if you don't hit it dead center in in the club uh, on a blade your ball is going to go nowhere. And that's why sometimes blades for, for golfers are are not the best play. Because for average golfers, cavity backs are, are going to be the best uh, play for um, most golfers. Because uh, blades are not forgivable. They You can hit a terrible shot with a blade and it'll hook hard right. But you could hit a... Or, here, let me rephrase that. You could hit it. You could hit a blade with the toe. You could hit a blade on the toe of, of the club, and it'll go hard right. But if you hit a blade, if you hit a cavity back on the toe, it'll probably go straight, just a little bit shorter. And uh, that's what I mean by how golfers can get feedback and can tend to fix their shot a whole lot easier than the average golfer. Blades are not only extremely hard to play with, but they can also be 
extremely good whenever you do master a blade. And um, I think blades can be uh, extremely, extremely useful for when you get better with them. Um, lower and lower handicap players get the most benefit from blades, while higher handicap players can get um, better utilize cavity backs because they'll improve their game more. Uh, according to st- statistics off of blog.golftown.com. And um, the top iron cavity back has a thicker base and also has some of, some of the weight removed in certain spots. The bottom iron blade almost looks like a single piece of metal. Blades are definitely harder to hit consistently compared to cavity backs, and that's the main reason they aren't as popular. So that is the differences between the blades and um, cavity backs. The blade advantages are a well-hit blade shot provided more feedback to good players, allowing them to hit to better gauge how well they were striking the ball. Blades also allowed a player to shape shots better than cavity back designs, which became more popular in part because the ball naturally went straighter. Cavity back irons are extremely hard to um, draw or fade, but blades are extremely easy to draw or fade just because of their um, their thinness of the actual club head. Typically, for <clears throat> for the average golfer, once the average golfer steps up and <clears throat> starts to shoot in the 70s. The 70s and low 80s, that should be around the time when they should buy themselves a buy themselves blades. Because around that time, they should be ready for blades and know how to hit and strike a golf club extremely well. Um, you don't have to crack the 80 barrier every time you tee it up, but you should at least be able to sneak into the 70s from time to time. To time before you reach for a new set of forge blades or muscle back irons. According to the Titleist um, <clears throat> Tour players, according to Titleist, 70%, 70% of Tour players use cap- cavity backs, cavity backs, while 30% use blades. Cavity backs, cavity back irons provide increased forgiveness while Blades offer more control and a better feel. These numbers are always going to be changing, but the main thing to note is that the most golf, that most golfers on tour prefer, prefer cavity backs than blades. On to our next topic, we're going to be talking about your stance when hitting any type of uh, club, but mainly your irons. The ball should be in the middle of the tracks and when I say tracks, I mean in the middle of your feet, of your stance, in the middle of both of your two feet, and you should be standing on the outside of them. The third alignment stick should be laid perpendicular to the other two and placed right around in the center, pointing straight at the golf ball. This represents where the ball is placed in your stance. So not only is this a really good drill for beginners, but Pros still use this to this day to help their stance. 
especially when trying out new clubs that they're not too fa- too familiar with. And as as for with your driver and your three woods and uh, hybrids and all that, your stance should be the exact same. But uh, depending on your ball flight or if you want to hit low, if you want to hit a stinger, if you want to hit it high in the air, you want, you're going to want to put it in your far left stance if you are if you're a right hand player. But if you want to hit it uh, normal or stinger, you want to put it in the middle of your stance, and if you want to hit it, hit a low, um, a low, uh, driver, hybrid, or wood shot, you're going to want to put it in your right stance. This is because whenever the club comes down to make impact with the ball, it is making your club faces closed more the further back you go in your stance. The, the more you go up in your stance, the more open your club face the more open to, to the sky your club face would be. A really good question that has been asked for irons is why am I hitting the ground first with my irons? This is because instead of keeping their upper body o- over the ball, uh, where the sternum is directly above the ball at impact, they lean back through the contact. This causes the sternum to move away from the target, and the lowest point in the swing arc moves back too causing the player to strike the ground before the ball. Generally speaking, a thin or fat shot is caused by having your swing center too far behind the ball at impact. This error causes your club to bottom out too far behind the ball and will cause you to hit the ground first, a fat shot, or hit the top of the ball, a thin shot. Both these shots are not the best shots in golf, but um, they can definitely take practice in getting better at it. Another really good question for um, your irons is, should my irons be upright or flat? If your club is too upright at impact, then your shots will travel to, to the left of your target. Conversely, if your club is too flat, then your shots will be heading right. For every degree that your lie angle is either too upright or flat, the ball will initially travel four yards off your intended target line. In a golf in a golf swing, another question that has been frequently asked is, "Do you keep your waist straight in, in, in a golf swing? Do you keep your wrist straight in a golf golf swing? When beginning a swing, both wrists stay fairly flat. This means that if you look at the back or top of both wrists, you'll see very little hinge. Keeping this part of the wrist flat at the dress position will put you in a good spot to begin the swing correctly." When your wrists are not flat, you can tend to draw or fade the ball a whole lot more and um, causes your swing to be inconsistent, which is which is what I used to do a whole lot. And I, but I fixed it, and I'm pretty consistent with my swing now. And how do you keep your left, left wrist straight in golf? If you're a right-hand player, keeping your left wrist straight in golf is extremely hard. If you're a right-hand player, keeping your right hand straight is extremely hard. Left-hand player, your right hand is going to be extremely hard to, um, to keep flat. A good drill for this is to get, to, to get like a little flat piece of cardboard or anything that is good sturdy 
a little card or something or a watch put on your left wrist if you're a right-hand player, your right wrist if you're a left-hand player, and just swing. Just keep on swinging the ball. If if you just keep on doing that, you'll get a whole lot better no matter what happens because doing that can prevent you from having your wrist turn over or not be flat in your backswing. And to close, we're going to talk about clubs. In tournaments, the pro golfer or average golfer should always have 14 clubs in their bag. You could have 14 drivers, 14 putters, 14 chipping wedges. It doesn't matter. But as long as you have 14 clubs in your bag or less, you are good to have them. But if you have more, it is against the legal or against the rules in golf. And so you'd have to take a few out. And if you refuse, and they have to disqualify. Um, the typical uh, golf clubs that people normally carry would be a driver, a fairway driver, pitching wedge, irons. So, for example, a four iron, five iron, seven iron, eight iron, nine, pitching wedge, a 60 degree uh, chipping wedge. 56 and 52 that's just uh, personal preference whichever ones that you want to have and people normally tend to have a couple of different woods that they want to play with and a putter Um, these are the normal array of clubs that people tend to use and uh, pretty frequent amongst the golf community some of the best clubs in golf would be so, or some of the best, the best brands in golf would be t- Tailormades, Titleist, Callaways, Wilsons, Mizuno's, Pings, and uh, the the brand new Titleist that came out, the Titleist T300 irons. <clears throat> Those are the best brands of uh, golf clubs and are extremely good for curving the ball, especially if you own blades. Um, Titleist, I would say, has the best blades that um, I've ever had. Titleist makes really extremely good blades, and I just like Titleist a whole lot more. And uh, you should have around 14 clubs in your bag. And the easiest club in the bag to hit would be a driver. The driver, drivers, which are 460cc, are feature and shallow profile are normally the easiest clubs to hit because of the perimeter weighting and that deep, low center of gravity. Drivers which are less than 460cc and of a deeper profile tend to be favored by better players because of the increased workability.